almost 700 years from Abraham to Joshua to enter into the land of promise yeah. and have land. Why? Because what was God trying to do? The Bible says in Deuteronomy, what is it? Give it to me. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 4, the Bible says he took them through the iron furnace of Egypt. He took them out of the iron furnace of Egypt to melt them down, to get them prepared, to give them the strength to not just be a people, but to be able to go into the land and then to conquer it by God's power. Within 40 years, they went from slaves to a conquering power by God's law. And how did God burn that law out of them? Because he had to get Egypt out of them. He had to get Egypt out of them. So what did he do? He took them through the wilderness. He took them the long way around, 40 years, 40 years, 40 years, 40 years of, of, of putting down, of Moses putting down rebellions and putting down disobedience and putting down uh, the, this uh, rebellion against authority. All the, all the world, the Bible says in Hebrews, uh, the Bible says in, um, uh, in, in uh, I think in Acts chapter 9, in the testimony of Stephen, that they kept wanting to go back to Egypt. God had to burn that out of them. Through, uh, through the fires of the wilderness, God put them through uh, one catastrophe after the next so that way they would learn how to depend on Him and not on their own ability. And God has to put us through that very same thing. He has to put us through fire. And one fire to deal with one sin is just like, it's just like any, uh, any refiner. When you're refining gold or you're refining silver or whenever you're refining something, Certain degrees of heat can only eliminate certain impurities. Some impurities require more fire than others. <clears throat> and it's the same thing with sin. Certain, the, the fire that God puts you, you and me through for one sin may not be the same fire that it takes to get rid of another sin. You know, just like on my job. Just like on my job, I say, okay, uh, or in marriage, there were a number of things that I didn't, that were just completely unchristlike about me in my inner life, completely unchristlike. Marriage comes, flame, flame, fire, fire, burning, pride, selfishness, self-willed behavior, impatience. All the deeds of the flesh, the Lord is burning up all that. Self-seeking. Um, unforgiveness mm -hmm. towards my parents, you know, my birth parents. Unforgiveness. All these things the Lord is churning up, you know, all these things through my marriage. It's like, okay, Lord, well, you've melted away a lot of stuff through marriage. A whole lot of independence, a whole lot of self-seeking, a whole lot of hard hit, a whole lot of, uh, of bitterness. You've done away with a whole lot of stuff. And I said, okay, Lord, uh, now what? I said, now how, what's the next step forward in my Christ-likeness? What's the next step in the journey? Okay, so you want to be more like me? You want to be more like Christ? Okay, I'm going to put you with kids. I'm going to put you with kids who are orphaned and abandoned just like you. And they're going to spit in your face. And they're going to disrespect you. And you're going to have to clean up their poop from off the floor. And you're going to have to put down riots. And you're going to have to deal with all, every type of disrespectful thing you can think of. You're going to have to deal with that. And you know what? They're going to hit you and you can't hit them back. 
You're going to have to love your enemies. You're going to have to do good to those who hate you. You're going to have to bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. Fire. 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 And see, part of the reason why you and I don't get victory over sin is because you and I are so busy trying to get out of the fire. <laughs> we're trying to get out of it. And we're trying to escape the agent of that fire. We, the the, the torchbearer. To, to put that fire on you and me. We try to get away. To You know, oh Lord, well my wife is acting a fool. I'm divorcing. Well, no. That's the fire of God on you. Oh, well, no, this job, this job, this job is this and that, and I don't like it, I'm quitting. Well, no, brother, you're missing your blessing. Did God tell you to leave yet? Did God say go anywhere yet? Did God tell you to do it? Or no, because your flesh is burning up. You, you're not getting your way. You're not winning. You're dying. God is letting you die. You're sitting up here praying, oh, Lord, please deliver me from this, or, or get rid of them, or get rid of, you know, move me, get me out of this. I want something different. And the Lord is not answering you, just like Lazarus. When God lets you die, when God lets you die, Yeshua let Lazarus die. He let him die. There's a reason for that. God sometimes leaves us in situations. He leaves us there. We're praying. Lord, help me. Deliver me. Give me victory. I don't want to go through this. Lord, be back. And the Lord is just leaving you. You ain't hearing nothing. No response. No nothing. You're not seeing no change. You're not seeing anything happen. No movement. For years. Years. You don't see no change. Nothing. Why? Until you die. And that thing in you that wants to rebel, that wants to get out, that pride dies. And then, all of a sudden, change happens. My goodness, think of Abraham. Abraham was, a, uh, well, 100 years old before, uh, before Isaac came. Now, you went and look at what he did. You say, okay, I'm going to go about it in my own strength. You, dis you, you listen to your wife, which you should not have done when God gives you a command. God gave him a command that I would give you a child of your own seed. Of your own seed. What does Abraham try to do? Abraham tries to produce Ishmael. He produces Ishmael with, uh, with Hagar. He says, oh, let God, let him walk before you. And ain't that what we do? We'll make something that God tells us not to do. And then after we produce it, and then after we, work, and then after we do it, we want, God, we want God to bless it. Oh, Lord, please be with it. Please be with this car that I went into debt for that you told me not to do. Oh, please be with me with these payments. Oh, Lord, help me on this job that you told me not to get and not to leave my last job. But please bless me on the job. Oh, Lord, please bless me with this woman who's not my wife. And, and, and uh, please bless our relationship. Da, da, da. And no. God ain't blessing that. No. God is not blessing that. He's not blessing that. And so he, he, he fights. He goes about it in his own strength. Then he produces Ishmael. God rejects Ishmael, says he's not. And instead, he's the one who's going to be fighting against the promise for the next six thousand, next four or 5,000 years. Oh, my God. He's going to be fighting my against God. your blessing. My God. That what you did is going to be fighting against my your blessing. God. My God. My then you God. produce, then God says, okay, is at, at, at 100, see, at, at 80 or however old it was, he might have been able to produce a little something, something. He might have been able to produce a little something, something. <laughs> Now you a hundred, nothing. You have no power. This flesh was dead. Dead. Nothing. 
Sarah um, might have had some good ideas. Now at 90, uh, dead. Your womb, dead. No, you no don't way. have nothing. No way. God brings him to the point of zero. Zero. Mm -hmm. And then, when it's impossible for you, mm -hmm. then it happens. Then he gets there. Then he gets there. That's how the fire of God works. Yeah. It melts the pride of our independence. Mm -hmm. It undermines our sense of ability and capability of doing it on our own. The fire of God melts. It gives us pain. It gives us pain. It, 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 it helps us. It reminds us. It shows us. It shines a light on us. Furnace of affliction. The furnace of affliction mm -hmm. shines light. That's what the fire does. It highlights. Mm -hmm. It highlights things. Mm -hmm. That's what fire does. You can see when you're melting something, you can, if a, if when, a, when a person is, is uh, melting iron ore, you can see the impurities in the flame. You can see it, and it's coming off, mm -hmm. coming off, coming off, pop, 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 coming off. Mm -hmm. The Bible gives us four, uh, four, four things, four steps in this, in this burning process. Psalm 66. Psalm 66, verse 11 through 12. Psalm chapter 66, verses 11 through 12. We have got to go through the fires of God now to get out of it later. We've got to go through it now to get out of it later because if we don't respond to the correction of God now, we will not see God later. The Bible says in Hebrews, without holiness, no one will see God. I don't care who you are. Black, white, whatever denomination you belong to, it doesn't matter. You're not seeing God, period. Amen. How much you gave, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How much money you donated to church, none of that matters. How many books you write or how many people know your name, none of that stuff matters. Without holiness, no one is seeing God. And no one is going to be holy without fire. Nobody. Nobody. He says in Psalm 66, this is where we are. This is what our sin does. This is what our pride does to us. He says, you brought us into a net first. You see, that's what God does. He throws a net at us. He puts us in a situation that you're struggling. You're fighting. You're trying to get out of it. It's restricting your movement. You see, you're running. You're running full long in your self-will. Running full long and the Lord's saying, stop. Don't. You're not waiting for God. You see, when you're running, you ain't waiting for God. You see, if you're, you know, the Bible says, they shall run and not grow faint. That's talking about people who are running in the direction of his command. That's what the Bible says in Psalm 119. I will hasten and will not delay to obey your command. And when you're running in the, in the direction of God, then he's not going to stop that. But when you and I are self-willed, like most of us are, doing what we want to do, the Lord has to catch you, and that's a mercy. He Amen. throws that net. Thank you. He throws that net, catches you, puts you in a situation. You're struggling now. Trap me. You're trapped. Mm -hmm. You can't get out. You mm -hmm. try this door. You can't get. It ain't working. You try this thing. It ain't. You can't get through. You try this effort. That effort. You do this diff, These different things. You you use all your contacts. First all can't find nobody. Can't find nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Not a soul. Feeling all around, looking for the way out of there. The Lord says no. He's shutting it, shutting it all down. You and the net tangled up. And why? The Lord is exhausting you, running out. Are you done yet? He, he's bringing you to the zero point. He's bringing you and me to zero, where we don't have any strength left, where our self-will is spent. Just like a person in a hospital, you in a hospital, the person who's, when, when, they're, when, they're, when you see that pulse, 
that that supposed to be, they can still fight with the nurses and still murmur and complain. Oh, this food is nasty. They can still fight back and rebel and cuss and act a fool. But when that when that post is at zero, mm. ain't no more fighting back. It's done. And that's what the Lord does. He puts us in a net, puts us in a financial net, puts us in a in a work net, puts us in a you know uh, 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 economic net. You name it, relationship net. Our children, our spouses. Whatever, God throw, puts, a situ puts situations on us. We're tied up in a net and can't move. And then after that, the next step, you placed distress on our backs. You placed distress on our backs. You laid a burden on us. You won't bow down. You won't bow down. What do you do? Okay, I'm going to put a burden of distress on your back to bend you down, to push you down. I'm going to put you in situations, crisis. I'm going to put crisis situations in your life to bend you down. Just like what happened to us yesterday. My wife was T-boned. Total. Mm. Car totaled. Mm. It was a miracle because where Malachi was sitting and where Faith was sitting, Faith was sitting in the front, Malachi was sitting uh, on the right, right passenger side in his car seat. The car hit the, the right passenger door of the front seat. And neither one of them, by the grace of God, had a scratch on them. Car was completely total. Why does God do?